the iPhone is about to get bigger. Bigger phones. I know not everyone's a fan of that. Some people were hoping for the old days. iPhone SE type of era. Some people are like, these phones are already too big. Well, Apple supposedly, based on these uh, new rumors, Ming-Chi Kuo, he's the dude. All right? When he says something's happening with iPhones, it's probably happening with iPhones. He's got the track record. Inside line. He's got the connections. He's got his ear to the street. Kind of like you, Willie Do. Very similar, actually. Yeah. You got the new light. It was green for a bit. It's pink now. So you never know what to expect with a guy like you. Same goes for Ming-Chi Kuo. He's got a new report out stating... Three new iPhones in the second half of 2020, including two high-end ones, one of which will be 6.7 inches. Now, that's a funny figure because the phone we just shot upstairs for Unbox Therapy, that A70 from Samsung, is exactly 6.7 inches, I believe, if I'm correct. That's a big display. It is 6.7 inches. Scaled up, that's bigger than the S10+. Plus. You could see... The biggest iPhone ever in this particular version at 6.7 inches. It's probably very likely OLED display, of course. And here's where things get interesting. How about a smaller, shrunken, non-plus model? Non-big boy. 5.4 inches, supposedly, for the other flagship iPhone. So one gets bigger, one gets smaller, of course, the regular 10s right now, non-max, is 5.8 inches. So that could go down to 5.4 inches and then a bigger one. So a bigger gap between the two. And then you keep the budget model at 6.1 inches, the current scale, current size of, what is it, the uh, 10R, right? That's, uh, that's 6.1 inches right now. So that fits in between the two. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I think that kind of kind of satisfies both groups. You have the standard version, which gets a bit smaller for those that were clamoring for it. And then for those that are like, I just want the biggest screen possible in this form factor in a, in a smartphone, they go for the 6.7-inch version. Uh, all OLED across the board. E the rumor is even for the 6.1-inch version. And 5G modems in partnership with Qualcomm. So Qualcomm and Apple, they had beef. They sort of settled their beef. So now you're seeing 5G equipment, 5G modems uh, inside of these devices as Qualcomm becomes the primary supplier for that for this version of iPhone. Uh, 2020 is, of course, the speculation for these devices. And, but, but apparently, Quo believes that all new iPhones will support 5G starting in 2021. So some of them will be 5G sooner than others he also believes apple will have its own 5g modem ready by 2022-23 so maybe uh, apple looking to reduce its dependency for this equipment on a supplier like qualcomm as we've as we've stated they had beef in the past and uh, they've gone to court and so forth so as this uh, technology world continues to be filled with conflict uh, companies like apple are, are looking to take as many things, keep as many things in-house as possible. So the question is, uh, what is the perfect size for a smartphone? 
That's really the question. There's the two arguments, right? You have the single-handed functionality, the, the phone user who's on the go, the person who, who needs to pop out the phone and use it on a frequent basis in and out of the pocket, you know? And then there's a the person laying on the couch watching movies, watching Netflix. It's the two users. And people have to decide which one, which camp they're in. Here in the studio, you have, uh, you have a small phone, Will. Kirk, you're in the middle. So 5.8 inches. You got the small pixel. I'm using a OnePlus 7 Pro. And Jack has the standard 10S. It's a, it's a mix. You could have had the plus size, Will. We talked about it in the past. Yeah. You I said no thank you. Productivity is for me. I don't like to watch media on like a, a screen. So You don't watch media on a screen? <laughs> on my phone screen. That's really exciting. What do you got? Holograms? What are you working on, bro? <laughs> VR. VR. Who knows what you do? Well, those are still screens. Bro. Oh, yeah. That's true. So what do you got? What kind of tech are you hiding from us right now? You just go straight into the lucid dreams. Dreaming? Yeah. Probably it. So where do you watch content then? On a, on a laptop or on a TV? or Both, yeah. Both. But not the smartphone. No. You move to the other displays. Yeah. So this brings into question what your primary device is. Maybe... You don't have a laptop, a nice TV. Maybe you don't have all the gadgets Will has, okay? Privileged guy over there. Then you might want a slightly bigger screen on the smartphone because it becomes your primary consumption device. It's up to you. You decide. Nonetheless, uh, 2020, biggest iPhone ever, 6.7 inches. Oh, my goodness. Tim Cook, Apple. It's all so exciting. On the flip side, how about the Pixel 3a? Uh, we talked about it here on the show. I was like, you know, I said, that's kind of a value. $399, 3A. I love the camera on the Pixel. I still say point and shoot. It's the best. Limited input from the user. You just crack it out. You snap a photo. I think it's cool. Now, not the most modern looking smartphone. Bit antiquated on the front end. Uh, got, a, got a chin on it. Got a forehead. And uh, that's not the hottest thing in this day and age. But nonetheless, people are buying it. Did you know that, Will? Did you know that human beings are buying this phone? It's a hot phone? It's a hot phone. So right now, actually, the 3A takes the top spot for Amazon's best seller list for unlocked phones. You didn't see that coming. The word on the street was, and nobody wanted the Pixel devices. What is it about the 3A? Is it just price? What's going on here? So this was reported 9 to 5 Google. And uh, this, I guess it's a bit of a surprise to me because... Uh, in that unlocked position on Amazon, you're going up against real budget phones. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like a hundred bucks, right? Yeah, number two is 69 bucks. It's a blue studio mega. So very competitive list here. Number three is a Samsung Galaxy A10, $139. A very competitive list here. So for a device that's $399 to run the top spot, I think is pretty impressive. Speaks to a little bit of the brand recognition, the cloud associated with a Google-branded device. Unlocked. Put your SIM card in. And possibly also the camera reputation, the marketing that goes into the Pixel branding. It's new. It's fresh. You saw it. It's on TV. It's on pre-roll. It's like, hey, we're going to focus in on the camera from an engineering perspective, from a software perspective. Then we're going to tell you about it through marketing. It's the classic case. It's the classic connection. And of course, they had the Pixel 3a versus the iPhone 10 comparison. 
It was on the website. It was in the commercial. They talk about night mode in the, in the national commercial campaigns. Maybe it's getting out to people. Maybe the, maybe the message is finding the buyers for the first time as far as Google's concerned because some of the previous results for Pixel devices have, have been uh, disappointing. Here's the thing. Google, they got some money, Will. Did you know that? No. They got a few dollars. They got a piggy bank. Oh. You know? And they can reach in every so often. They could tap on that piggy bank and say, hey, not only are we going to build a device, not only are we going to employ some engineers for a portrait mode and a night mode, uh, some software people, some uh, machine learning, you know? Not only are we going to do that, but we're going to spend a few bucks on advertising. We're going to spend a few bucks on TV during the NBA playoffs. We're going to spend a few bucks to get in front of guys like Willie Duke, and we're going to tell them what we've done with those dollars that we just tapped the piggy bank for. You see how that works, Will? I bought three already. You see how that works, Will? It's incredible, isn't it? Open marketplace, American dream, Willie do? You ever thought about it? Yes. Okay, well done. That's great. Well done, Will. Well, anyhow, good, good, for, good for Google, I guess. Good for the Pixel 3a. I'll tell you what I like about it. It means a lot more people are going to get to experience the unadulterated Android experience. They're going to get to just pop open their Pixel with this super clean stock-like experience, which is not something a lot of people have had, to be honest. Whether they like it or not or see it as uh, valuable comparative to the other experiences, just on the Android side, there's just way more people who have experienced the Samsung life, for example, than the Pixel life. So I'm glad people will have that experience. I'm also glad that people will experience the camera on the Pixel at an entry point that was previously... Uh, uh, unattainable or less attainable, not unattainable, less attainable, double the price almost when flagship level before the A was added to the back end of the brand name. So success for Pixel 3a. Also, of the reviews on there, 50 reviews, the average is 4.3 stars with 75% of the re reviews being five stars. So Received well also, and if you look at this list, right, like number two, for example, is only three and a half stars. So now that's a $69 phone. So those people need to adjust their expectations a little bit. But it looks like those that have bought it kind of like it. And it looks like it's relatively popular at this moment. The 3A possibly exceeding people's expectations. Go snap a photo. See what you think. Microsoft, they brought Huawei laptops back to the site. Back to the Microsoft Store online. How about that? A little bit of news there, Will. Huawei update, 2019. You know we got to do it. Theme song. Kirk, trigger the, trigger the theme song over there, okay? Thanks, Kirk. Uh, hard to know what to make of this news because does it change anything? Do we not have an official statement from Microsoft about what's going on here? They took Huawei laptops down when the heat was on, right? You know what the fast food will? They put it under the heat lamp, the red heat lamp. They put the burger, they slide it under the heat lamp. 7-Eleven. Yeah, that's Huawei right now. They take the smartphone, they slide it under the heat lamp. That's the brand right now. Man, the heat is hot on this one. You ever seen the movie Heat, Will? Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. You never saw that. Guy like you? Honestly, I don't think I have. Yeah, you didn't see that, Will. But that's Huawei right now. Huawei is De Niro, and Trump 
is Pacino. You understand? And they're about to meet at the diner. And it's about to be a showdown. So I hope no, no we'll put the weapons away. You know, I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun. Val Kilmer is, uh, is me. <laughs> Val Kilmer is me. You know, I'm in the conversation. He, uh, he dies, I believe. Anyway, Michael Mann, Michael Mann, Frantic Pace, Blue Hue. And if you didn't see Heat, then we can't be friends, first of all. Second of all, uh, you could just go watch Heat and we could be friends again. So okay. it's an easy fix. Um, I mean, the Heat has been on Huawei. I don't have to tell you know this. It's, it's coming from every angle. Microsoft, in the peak of it, they take the laptops down from the website. No explanation. They just vanish. I talk about it after the executive order. And a lot of time passes. Huawei comes out, Will, and they say, they say, we're going to lose $30, $40 billion. That just happened recently. They say, we're going to lose $30, $40 billion because of this. There it is. Look at Will. Did you just have that story unlocked? I didn't tell you. You didn't know it was, was going to go there. You had well, it, it was in the link. In oh, the, it was in the, the link. Okay, so I shouldn't give you too much credit? No, no, no. I don't know, man. I'm saying the people are starting to notice what you're up to, Will. They're starting to notice what you're up to. Just keep that in mind. All right. Huawei announces, what is that word? Swinging cuts? Swinging cuts to production as sales plummet 40%. Who wrote that? Quiz? Chris? Chris wrote it. Swinging. Chris Merriman wrote that headline. So he's obviously, well, he's beyond our what we're capable of to write a word like that. Swinging cuts. To production as sales plummet 40%. So, uh, I mean, they came out. They said it's a big deal, man. Billions of dollars. Company will be slashing $30 billion from its production budget over the next 24 months. I mean, it's heavy stuff. Anyhow, point is, they came back on the site, but in a weird way. According to this report on CNET, if you look at the all laptop list on the Microsoft store, you can find it by navigating there. But if you search it, it doesn't pop up. So it's, it's there in a weird way. And it appears that all that's happening here is the Microsoft store is trying to get rid of their inventory, potentially. Let's see if Will can even find it. Go to the U.S. Microsoft store and see what you can figure out. But it appears to me that they're just going to try to get rid of the pre-existing inventory. And, and then maybe it's gone for good. Maybe this is a temporary fix. Oh, it comes up in the search, Will? Click on one of these, please. What do we got here? $14.99. Matebook X. Who knows? They're back. They're back on the store. Could be a good sign for Huawei. Man, I don't know. At least on the Windows front. It at least means Microsoft has considered their stance a little bit. Right? It's kind of a statement. What an uh, extension of the olive branch. You heard that before? Hmm. You know? So, I, I don't know. Uh, if you were... Uh, it's hard for me to, to go out and recommend you get one of these things given the current climate for obvious reasons, but they're back on the website. There's some inventory remaining. And, uh, and I personally think it's a, it's, a, it's a sort of a good sign for Huawei. If you're a Huawei fan, you're looking for any kind of positive twist, this could be it, maybe a little bit. On the flip side, the world's top bicycle maker says the era of made in China is over. How about that for a headline? Bloomberg. That's a headline on Bloomberg right now. 
the bicycle company Giant, you've probably heard of them, very popular, uh, the Giant Manufacturing is moving U.S. orders to a Taiwan factory. The chairwoman says the company acted swiftly on Trump's tariff threat. If you look at this article, you see that Intel's considering the same thing as well as a bunch of other huge companies. It's amazing how quickly, Will, maybe quicker than I could have even imagined or, or would have. You know, I talked in the past. I'm like, man, you really got to appreciate when you go to China, you see the supply chain, you see the manufacturing. You're like, man, something's going on over here. How do they make it all happen? What's the you know, mechanics and things? And then, and then you get people saying, oh, they'll just move this production to the U.S., Foxconn, Wisconsin. And you're like, I don't know, man. You're like, I don't know. Football's on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I'll be at the Raptors parade. You just can't picture it here in North America. But what surprised me is how quickly these companies based in Taiwan specifically can just take it and go, oh, 25% tariff? Yeah, we got, what, factories? <laughs> what do you need? What do you need, a phone? What do you need, a bike? Yeah. We still got Taiwan. You know, that's a, it, it surprised me how quickly they could just shift things over, including uh, Bonnie too here, the chairwoman. She had no problem. She's like, look, it's a little bit of a headache to, to, to move, uh, move our operations over there. And in the meantime, I believe in this article, she says they got to ramp up. They got to get extra production. Her, her, how about that for a quote from, from, from Bonnie too? Look at her with she's, the bicycle. She's like she's, spicy. She's, she's spicy. She's active. Uh, for an older lady, you can see she's out on the bike. I mean, I'm not calling her old. I mean, she actually, you know, staying young, actually, as far as I'm concerned. So... You want to come on the show, Bonnie? We can, we can talk about, you know. Anyhow, look at this quote. We started moving before he shut his mouth. She's talking about Donald Trump. What? Mid-sentence. Later. It's too easy. It's scary that they could just distribute this thing. They could just move this production around that rapidly. They're also setting up a factory in Hungary. Like, it's just the world is shrinking, it seems. And maybe because of efficiencies and training and equipment, possibly automation, maybe transplanting, transporting some of these operations, not as complicated as we originally thought. Maybe we're destined to see a distribution. Again, a quote here from Bonnie. The world is no longer flat, borrowing from Thomas Friedman's book whose title is a metaphor for viewing the world as a level playing field for companies and trade. The concept is no longer affordable in every place. They just put all their eggs in the China basket because the Chinese are very capable. Now, the trade war is basically forcing people to rethink their entire global sourcing strategy. So she's saying all this stuff. The company's stock, you see what I did there? Those of you that are just listening, the arm went up in the air. The company's stock skyrocketing. 9.8% on Monday. Their willingness to quickly steer orders away from China is uh, to, to uh, you can uh, apply or uh, you can, um, what am I looking for here, Will? You can associate the, the growth and the jump in their ability to do that. 
and you could get it. You can catch a graph on the original article. If you want more information, you could go check it out on Bloomberg. But it's a showcase. I chose this particular story because of what it indicates here. Now, a bicycle is not a smartphone, but Foxconn, huge smartphone maker for Apple and others, based in Taiwan. So I chose this article because it's evidence that this can happen. It's evidence that the customer has a ton of power in this negotiation, in this conversation. The destination of the product and the tariffs at the destination dictate the behavior of the supplier. The world is full, apparently, of potential suppliers in different geographic regions. Even those that have huge operations currently in China appear to be unfazed given the potential here of this tariff, they're, they're unfazed. They just go, okay, we move it along. We keep it moving, you know? And there's all kinds of consequences for this, Will. From a geopolitical perspective, you didn't know this was a politics show. We'll just give you the 101 here, you know? It's just, a, it's just, a, it's just an overview. But just keep this in mind. When you're thinking about this negotiation, you're thinking about companies like Huawei, you're thinking about your next smartphone, keep this in mind. There's a lot going on behind the scenes that could influence, influence your next purchase in these departments. And you could see increases in costs as well. You go and you move the bike over here. Maybe it's not a 25% tariff, but maybe there is a slight increase in cost. Same could be said for your iPhone. You might expect that price to go up further from where it currently is. It's quite possible just because of the headache. Well, we talked about pizza on this show, didn't we? A couple of times. You're a big pizza guy, aren't you? I like pizza. You'll have a pizza. Not as much as you, but, you know, I like it. Uh, What are you trying to say, Will? You trying to say I eat pizza too much? Of course. You trying to say I'm doing I'm overdoing it on the pizza? Let me tell you something. Well, we talked about Naples pizza. First of all, shout out to my early childhood pizza spot. It was called Naples Pizza, all right? And it's not there anymore. It's very upsetting. And never bring it up again, okay? For that reason. I'm going to have to reboot it cuz it's really unfortunate. Anyway, Naples birthplace, real deal. That's the pizza. That's where it happens. Uh, when you see a pizza that looks like the one Will's showing, the classic, wood-burning, the, 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 the true mozzarella, huh? Margarita. Fresh tomato. Anyway, that's what you're talking about. How about this? A new pizza, born in Naples in 2019, Will. Cloud pizza. Coming from the individuals who wouldn't touch the OG original. They wouldn't touch it. They said, that's how pizza's supposed to be. Nah, they're still innovating, Will. You don't even know. You don't even know. Still innovating. Now, this dude took some heat early on for going this route. He took a new... There it is, Will. Top, right there. Will, what are you doing? NPR, one day ago. Shout out NPR with the article. A, a birth of a new type of flower led to the cloud pizza being born. Now, Kirk, can't, you can't eat this, right? That's upsetting. I'm going to shed a tear for you on that one. Because I'm going looking for this right now. Everybody who's eating it is saying, it's the new, it's the new, it's lighter. 
It's airy, hence the name cloud. And, and, and the way they're describing flour in this article will blow your mind. The, 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 the tasting notes of the flour. Uh, where is it here? It's got, uh, most pizza doughs have a hydration point of 62. Nuvola's higher concentration of soluble starch allows for a wider hydration range, as high as 100, creating a charred, crispier, puffier, lighter crust that is melty, more digestible, and yields a more bouncy, chewy... Cornicione. Pizza speak for the, for the pie's raised rim. So the thing, Will, that everyone always avoids, the crust, becomes the focal point. Holy moly. What you know about that, Will? So what is it? It's just light and airy? Is that what it is? Hey, man, don't downplay this. I'm not. I'm just curious. Like, is it... Does it add any special flavor to it? You're being rude right now, Will. <laughs> You're out of line. You're being rude. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, apparently. The grain higher in fiber with more bran, minerals, germ, protein, and amylase, a sugar enzyme. It allows a creme brulee sense of character. Deep charred, but not bitter. Well, you don't know about this stuff, man. <laughs> Clearly, I don't. You it see? looks delicious, though. So are we going to track it down or what? Yeah, definitely. We're going to track it down. Team event, we're going to go looking for this. Somebody in Toronto better figure this out. There better be some pizzeria figuring out this, this cloud thing. The CEO of the new flower producer likens it to Pesito, a raisin wine. What is going on, man? You didn't even ever think about flour like that before. It's like a science. you got to bring your A game from a taste perspective just to analyze and articulate what you're experiencing. So we talked about pizza before. I wanted to continue to trend. Just because you thought something was something, it can still innovate. It can still change. How about that? Grain tech in your next pizza. It's the cloud pizza. Unbelievable. I'm excited. Forget about the next smartphone, Will. It's the next pizza. How about that? Okay, last up, there's a there's this app that came out. I don't know if you heard about it, Will. It's called YOLO. And it's hot with the youngsters. It's an anonymous Q&A app. It's the hottest app, okay? Yeah, click on USA Today. It's attracting the teenagers, the youngsters in the world. It's kind of like plugs into Snapchat. And what it lets happen is it launches a Q&A. And it lets your followers or people on Snapchat uh, ask you do, do ask you questions anonymously. All right, you following along here? And apparently, uh, you know, parents are parents are scared. They're upset because the 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 immediate feeling on that is once you give, especially these especially teenagers, you give them anonymity, they're probably going to be jerks, right? Will, you're having Ugh. trouble over there. What are you doing over there? This site is... Is this site killing you right now? Really bad. You got to pause your ad blocker again. Let's have the conversation. <laughs> but but it, he is right. I'm lo I loaded the site without the ad blocker. It's like a giant oh, banner. You can hardly what's read going it. On? It's USA Today, all right? Yeah. Anyway, he's got it now. Sorry, folks. Concerns over bullying on this platform have been raised due to the anonymous feature. So... There's one mother here in the article, of course. She says her daughter turns 12 next month. She was overlooking a little YOLO conversation. She said every single comment was negative. 
and terrible and bullying, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is not new. There have been other anonymous apps, Yik Yak and Saraha. Is that how you say that? I don't know. I don't use this stuff. And uh, that one, Saraha, was actually kicked off iOS and Google Play due to intense bullying. So, it's what a time to be alive, Willie Do. It's, uh, it's a wild place out there. If you're 12 years old, how you navigate this? Scary place. Anonymous. Imagine all the people at your high school hitting you up anonymous. All the jerks that are out there, no consequences. You know, we talked about this in the past, Will. And being anonymous, it has its benefits in certain circumstances. But then there's other places where it gets dark real quick. Real quick. You know, I, I think about this a lot. Human beings have different faces, Will. You know? Unique. We evolved that way. You know, it, it's to be identified as an individual. You are Willie Do. You're the only one. I mean, you might have a twin. Even twins, they kind of look a little bit different. They are different. Still different. And you got to wonder, like, is there something baked into us that where we have to have accountability to some degree to behave in a fashion that allows us to exist, socialize, to have society. Imagine tomorrow, everybody on the streets anonymous. Who does what and why? All of a sudden, you're a jerk just because it's fun, maybe. I don't know. You don't think about accountability yeah. as much. You know? So, it's a dangerous thing, this idea of anonymity. There are some places, the internet originally was all anonymous, and then different sites started to bring the real names into it. Identity got brought into it. There's still places. You go to Reddit. It can get it can get dark. 4chan or whatever. Whatever you do on your spare time. Well, you know. But this is uh, this is targeted at social media. It's targeted at Snapchat. So that means it's targeted at youngsters because that's a popular app for them. And it means you're dealing with people uh, who the, the mind is not fully formed yet. Their perspective is not fully fleshed out. And uh, some of these tools and, and things that go into play can uh, affect people's psyche and can have a negative effect. So we'll see how this one pans out, but it's a hot app. Five million downloads or something, top of the list. It's, uh, it's taken off. Number one spot for two weeks during that time period. The app has been downloaded five million times since being released on May 2nd. So it just popped off. And it goes to show you how old and out of touch we are, Will. Yeah, I have no idea. You're 53 years old. <laughs> You know, you look great for the age, but ultimately you're out of touch yeah. here with the youngsters. So I don't know what to say. It's uh, you got to watch over this stuff. I don't know if you're a parent and also if you're a youngster yourself, recognize, recognize the things you engage in that might not be beneficial to you. You know, it might not be a good time. And also, if you are anonymous, still think about the consequences. Think about what you want to take part. Think about who you what you want to put out into the world. Because let me tell you, even if you're anonymous, you still generated that energy. You still put that out. All right? So on some level, in some way, it's going to let, you know? Well, I don't know what you believe in. But I'm just saying, what you put out, think about it. Mm -hmm. What you put out into existence. All right, well, we're on a time crunch. Hit me with one question, sir. The best question in the world. Time crunch. What do we got? Do you pour the milk before the cereals or after the cereals? Brilliant. You nailed it. You're getting like, like a fine wine, Willie, do better with age. Uh, 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 milk goes second. The cereal goes first. And if you try to convince me otherwise, 
Like, are you trying to convince me otherwise? You put the milk first, Will? No, I'm just trying to find like a scenario where you would put the. Go the ahead. Milk. What's your scenario? Because because the problem is then you don't know how much cereal you got. <laughs> That's true. Unless you really like to drink milk. Like if you like a soupy cereal. See, I don't. I, I'll say this about it. I don't actually like that much milk. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't need it to be a soup by any means with like cereal floating within it. I need cereal with some milk in it. You see the difference? I see. So, so you, there's a couple of crunchy ones. Yeah, yeah, it's crunchy. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's crunchy. It's fine. I'm, uh, that's fine with me. You know what I've been doing recently on a cereal front? Custom cereal. You have a couple different items. You combine. You create your own cereal. So what I've been doing lately... Hey, hey, relax, okay? Fruit Loops and Lucky Charms. Are hey, hey, relax. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying cocoa, this and that. I take like a, I take like a shredded wheat, you know, the little squares. It's, it's on a healthy thing. I'm 57. He's 52. Heart disease. Jeez, guys. You take that. I put some, uh, I, I, I buy and put my own raisins into it. I put, uh, I have sliced almonds I put into it. And I put some chia seeds on there. Okay. Hey, man. Okay. Hey. I get it. Okay. I sound like I got too much time on my hands. I'm too fancy. I get it. I what, feel. I feel fancy what saying about, it. What about yogurt? I feel fancy saying. Just let me one all second. Right, all right, all right. I feel fancy saying finish. it, but just let me tell you. You get to my age. You have a family. You have people who depend on you. You start to look out for yourself. Okay. So, so you put some chia seeds in it. Okay. <laughs> but hey, man. So let's just put that out there in the All world. Right. But if you look, if you want to eat frosted flakes, you know, you got to do your thing, man. Maybe you had a bad day and maybe you're out there, you know, you're working outdoors on a hot day. Yeah. And you got a sunburn. Yeah. And uh, your boss is a jerk or whatever. Yeah. You're not coming home and doing that. I wouldn't do that either. If that's if that if I had a day like that. I'm not coming home with my sliced almonds. Yeah, you want to spoil yourself a I'm little bit. I'm doing what everybody else is doing, all right? I reach, I, you know what I'm saying? It's the Frosted Flakes. It's fine. So That's it's your no, go-to, eh? It's no judgment from me on that. All right. I mean, you got you to gotta evaluate for the situation. But I'm saying you have the bad day with the sunburn, fine. You take the Frosted Flakes. Then you got a good day. Everything was clicking, and you're like, hey, man. I'm going to take the shaved almonds. I'm going to drop them in. So do both. Like, balance it out. That's all I'm saying. What was your question, Will? Do you put yogurt? Yogurt in the cereal? Yeah. Never in my life. Oh, okay. But what I would do is put granola in the yogurt. See, that's where it flips. That's when the dairy is first. Because with yogurt, it's a spoon. It's a consistency. So if you have the granola on top of the yogurt, you have less granola than yogurt as opposed to cereal where you have more cereal than milk see yeah. how that goes so i'll do i'll do stuff like that i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll do a yogurt I'll, I'll i'll do a yogurt with granola on it i'll do stuff like that but again that's on the fancy side yeah. all right you that's not a bad day sunburn thing so going back to this question i feel like uh with sweeter cereals you would have more milk that's why you would pour milk first is that true? Why is that? I, I don't know. 
Because why uh, is that? No, I sugar, think it's a consistency. The sugar dissolves into the milk. No, see, I think it's a consistency thing. I think some people want their 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 cereal to be soggy. Others want it to be crunchy. Yeah, I think that would be the first. Yeah, thing. so I I want some crunchiness. So that's why I can't over milk it. But there's also a sweetness factor. If you have really little milk and then it's like oversaturated with sugar because of the cereal, you will want more milk. What are you trying to do here, Will? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't know what Will's trying to do here. He's trying to, he's got something <laughs> going on. I don't know. He got motivated. I don't know what's going on with Will. <clears throat> the milk is still last because I need to see yeah, the exact I, amount I of you. the ingredients I'm working you. with. I do that too. And, and to be, I'm going to be honest, as I've gotten older, whether you want to believe it or not, the sweetness thing, I'm toggling it down. I'm, I'm less into right, it. Right, right. For some reason, I'm less into the over the top sweetness. I mean, I'll have a dessert here and there. But the over-the-top, like, sweet everything, I don't, I don't need it as much, you know? I'll yeah. take a couple of bites. It's fine. So, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, that stuff brings me back, you know? Now or when I was a kid, like, oh, stop it, man. That's so rude. That is so rude. When I was a kid, I liked alphabets. You guys remember alphabets? You don't remember alphabets? They don't have any marshmallows, right? It's just straight up. Uh, it's just, it's just grain. <laughs> no, but it's got a frosting. It's got a frosting. Oh on yeah, it, yeah, well. yeah. I, I, it's got a fr how dare you? It's got a frosting, and you learn your ABCs. You see, I was already, I was studying up at that age, for the future. So, anyway, what can I say? You got to do your thing. Here, that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, at. no judgment here. For that's what I'm trying to get at. You got to do Thank your you. thing. You might like it a certain way. As I said before, every day is different. You got to adjust. You got to be on the fly. You got to turn the knobs. You got to pull the levers. Some days don't go according to plan. A little bit of sugar to kind of take the edge off. Hey, I've seen worse. People, people doing worse right now. So, you know, don't. I think the whole black and white thing. How many things in life are black and white, Will? You know? Maybe some old photographs. That's about it. It's a gradient, dude. Mm. Tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Maybe you hit, maybe you hit the frosted flakes at one moment. Maybe the next moment, you got a bowl full of celery. I don't know. I'm just saying you got to do it all. Mm -hmm. You got to balance it out. It's the message. All right. That's the plan. And that's the show.